This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 107. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, VegZeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be taking a look at different types of cookware. More specifically, we're going to examine why nonstick pans are really a bad idea. And more importantly, we're going to offer you some options. Right. So you get these like nice, healthy veggies that you're going to cook up, and it really matters what you put them in. That's right. Because you can actually... Make it worse. Make it... Well... Make well, it bad. Hurt yourself. Well, well yeah. yeah. The worse, not really worse because they're good, they're but good. you could turn them bad. Right. So right. before we say anything else, stop. Okay. Stop, stop, stop. Happy birthday. Thank you. It is Vicky's birthday today. Of course, when you listen to this, it won't be, but it is right now, right the second. Happy birthday. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. You are my best friend. You are the best podcast co-host I could ever have imagined. <laughs> and happy birthday. Thank you. We'll You're be welcome. podcasting through life. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, we have a new rating. Yes, we do. Now, this is from, uh, let's see, uh, June 1st, so we're pretty caught up, and it's from Jennifer Madison, a relatively new listener, and she says, great podcast. She says, love this podcast. These ladies are so much fun and easy to listen to. They combine laughs and valuable information in a relatable way, and I look forward to learning more. That's awesome. Thank Thank you, you so much, Jennifer. Now you have a shout out. I have a shout out. <laughs> My shout out today goes to two of our listeners, longtime listeners, Sarah Mathewson and Danielle Freed. These are my Fitbit buddies. And uh, if you guys, uh, I think a lot of people have uh, Fitbits these days, but these gals keep me going every day. I put in yesterday over 20,000 steps. It was like 21 something <laughs> thousand steps And yesterday. I literally like, remember I could not even keep my eyes open by the time we went to bed because I She's was so popping tired. Advil before bed. <laughs> it's like, I'm so tired. Well, we ended up going for like what, almost an hour walk last night at, at 8.30? Yes, Nine? but that's good because we went out to dinner to celebrate mm-hmm. a few things, and, and uh, which we're going to get to in a second. But um, yeah, these girls are keeping me going. I put in this whole week. Oh, I don't remember now completely like how many, I think it was at 70,000 steps. It was a lot of steps. Ridiculous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so Fitbit, if you don't know anything about Fitbit, they have challenges and you can challenge your, your friends on Fitbit to, to um, see who can get the most steps in like a week or in a weekend or, or in a day. And uh, so yeah, Sarah and Danielle are always in this challenge with me and Vicky, and I'm always at the low end, so but I'm in it. Be, but <laughs> but you've gotten though. more in than you would have. It is Again, good, it's though, all about little steps. Yes, it makes me take more steps, even though I know I'm not going to win, not against Sarah and and uh, Vicky anyway. But it motivates me. So yeah, thanks guys. Yeah, and if you're interested in getting a Fitbit, we have a, 
uh, what is it? A, an ad link on there. The, we have an affiliate yeah. link on our site. So please head out there. And as we've mentioned before, when you purchase from one of our affiliate links at no extra cost to you, the company that you purchase through, so in this case, Fitbit, would kick us back a couple of dollars. So that really helps us. Right. And if you do get one or if you already have one, um, send us friend requests. Yes, definitely. Now our, our challenges are growing, which I is know. awesome when you get more people in I there. I know. All right. Now we have a news article. This is really cool. Right. Now, this kind of follows up with the news article we had last week. This is like catching on, apparently. Um, Hopefully, we'll start seeing these in the U.S. But uh, if you remember last week, we talked about the first uh, cat cafe in uh, in um, in North America, which is up in Canada and I think Montreal. But now there is a bunny, a vegetarian bunny cafe opening in Australia. That is so cute. I know, right? So it's it's going to be in Melbourne. And I know we have some uh, listeners in Australia. So if you're in Melbourne, if you live in Melbourne, or if you're going to be going to Melbourne, check it out and let us know. Send us pictures. Post us pictures on, your, on our um, Facebook wall. And let us know how it is. So basically, it's the same concept as the Cat Cafe. It's vegan and vegetarian uh, food. Plus, they have bunnies that are from the local, it's the Rabbit Runaway Orphanage. So it's a bunny orphanage. <laughs> and um, they're available for to, to play with and to adopt and, and uh, awesome. I mean, that would be so much fun. Yeah. And what I, what I heard was that they received, like in the first five days that they launched, they received like 1,600 Facebook likes. And they've also announced an Indiegogo campaign. So even if you're not in that area, what a great thing to go out there and support. Right. right yeah. And I'll put all the links in the show notes for that. Okay. All right. Now, one other important update. As I mentioned, Larissa and I went out to dinner last night to celebrate our official engagement. So we are going to get married. We're Thank getting you. hitched. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to the Supreme Court in the United States that ruled that uh, that we could now do so. And uh, we were looking forward to it. We did. My family was texting me, making sure that we were not going to run out to the courthouse and do that without <laughs> them present. Because, of course, Larissa and I have been together for almost 13 thir- and a half years. Yeah, I was going to say almost 14 years. Okay. So, um, you're going to make me cry against that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, uh, and thanks to everybody in the peas and carrot society who had our, that is our closed Facebook group that has been kind of asking to come to the wedding and stuff. I, know. <laughs> so I think we might have to that. broadcast on, uh, or at least record it, uh, video record it and then put it out <laughs> on our yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Cause, uh, it's either that or everybody gets to Skype in and that, that would kind of be a lot of computers. So, all right. So before one of us cries, let's move on to the main topic. Okay. Now this came about because as most of our topics do, as we've mentioned to you guys, we're learning a lot of this stuff ourselves. Remember Larissa and I are just about two and a half years into become into being vegetarians and there's still a lot of stuff that we're learning. And that's how this podcast started is we started sharing it with other people. We thought a podcast would be great to kind of share that with our friends and our family. And of course, then our community grew, which is amazing. Uh, but this is one of the things that we wanted to, that we were learning about ourselves. I was reading a book by Tim Ferriss called The 4-Hour Chef. And I'm, I'm a huge Tim Ferriss fan. He's like an ultra learner. And I, I am too, of course, on a much smaller scale. <laughs> That's what he does full time. But uh, he was talking about, in that, he was talking about the importance of selecting cookware. Because if you get really cheap or certain types of cookware, it can actually be dangerous to you. Mm-hmm. So we started exploring that. And I said, hey, this would be a great podcast 
topic to share with others because I didn't know a lot of this stuff. I didn't either. And when I started working on this, I was reading all this stuff. I was like, oh, rats, this is not good. I was going to say something else, but then we would have to mark this explicit. No, yeah, let's not do that. Not going to do that. So yeah, this is really bad stuff. So let's start with what not to use. Okay. Um, now, keep in mind that I know that probably in most of our kitchens, and ours definitely, we do have these items, or at least some of them. And what we're planning to do is kind of phase them out. And because it's expensive to go and replace all of your cookware, you know, at one time, that would be expensive, especially if you're going to get good quality things. So I think what we'll do, we have a couple of pans that are on their last legs anyway, so we need to replace those. So I think as we replace, uh, we'll just replace with something that's healthier and safer. Yeah, and the pans that we use the most, right? Right, I mean, so exactly. we'll worry about the others that we don't use as often later. Right, so let's start with non-stick cookware. It's a miracle, right? I mean, you put stuff in there and it doesn't like get glued to the bottom of the pan and it's easy to clean, right? Not so good for your health, though. First, the original non-stick coating was created by... Uh, no surprise, DuPont, right? Big chemical company in 1946. And that was branded as Teflon. So that's what, you know, when you think of nonstick pans, probably more often than not, you think of Teflon. It's kind of like tissues and Kleenex, you know? Yeah. And some other brand names are Silverstone, T- is it Tefal? Tefal. Tefal. Uh, uh, Anilon. Why did I start to take this? The, you're the one that pronounces things better. You take over. <laughs> Analon, Circulon, and then Calphalon. There you go. See, that would have taken, that would have been the end of the podcast right there. It would have taken me so long to get through that. (laughs) Right. And then Calphalon is, it's a type of material, but it's also the brand. And the Calphalon brand actually combines two undesirable materials. Uh, It's an aluminum base with a nonstick coating. And we'll talk about aluminum in a little bit too. There's really a lot, a lot of really long names in here. So I'll probably just, um, (laughs) Sit back and let you do that. Okay, yeah. So this is just a little bit about the, it's the chemical stuff. So here we go. So Teflon or any of these nonstick coatings that they put on pans, they're made from something called PTFE. That's polytetrafluoroethylene, which uh, is in a family of chemicals called PFCs, perfluorinated chemicals. And there's really absolutely no reason for you to remember this, except that if you're looking for, if you're looking at cookware or you know, anything that you're going to be using to to eat with or cook with, you want to look for something that says PFCs when you do your research, because that's, you want to stay away from that. So when it's heated to high temperatures, this PTFE, this polytetra, you know, emits toxic fumes. Yeah. And we were, when we were reading about this, it actually can kill pet birds like within seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. How crazy is that? So that's with birds, but it can also cause flu-like symptoms in humans. And this is called Teflon flu or polymer fume fever. Now, I had heard, I think, of Teflon flu before, but I had not heard that these f- same fumes can kill birds in a few seconds. Yeah, that's what the research that I was I was reading uh, was saying, that they're advising you that if you have this kind of cookware, uh, well, A, and we'll talk about this later too, but... If you heat an empty pan, to, like over a high heat, the, it gives off toxic these toxic fumes. And if you have like pet birds and they're in your kitchen or kitchen area, um, don't keep birds in your kitchen, first of all. But if they're in that region, 
it can kill them within seconds, like you said, which is just horrible. Yeah, in general, exposure to these PFCs that we're talking about, uh, the chemical family of Teflon, can cause low birth low birth weight and size, elevated cholesterol, abnormal thyroid hormone levels, liver inflammation, weakened immune system, which, of course, we already have to worry about with you because mm-hmm. you have lupus, mm-hmm. and environmental effects as well as um, they can cause serious harm to wildlife. Not right. just the birds, so other animals. Right. And the thing that I read that was was interesting is it's not just when you use these things, it's also in the manufacture process. And I think that's kind of probably where more of the environmental issues comes in Mm -hmm. is because when they're manufacturing these things in, in the chemical plants, the waste that comes out of those plants may contain these these toxins and then also what's emitted you know out through their i don't know their smokestacks or whatever they have that that lets out the stuff into the air from their factories yeah. the ones that you draw as a kid like because yeah you, <laughs> right like coming out the one with a nuclear symbol the on, you know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah so if that's important to you which i'm i think for our audience it uh, most would would be to mm-hmm. most people you know, again, going back to we are voting with our dollars and you want to really, if anything, look at that because you don't want to support that if that's important mm-hmm. to you. Right, right. So and there are some newer nonstick options. So besides the Teflon or the, the Calphalon. But the thing that about these is that they are relatively new. And so there's really not a lot of long term testing that they've been able to do yet because they just haven't been around for that long. So for me, I tend not to trust things like that. As, and yeah. I know you're the same way. Yeah, we kind of let things play out. We never mm-hmm. buy the first iPhone version or the newest. Yeah. I mean, we're usually like you the new the things like that. Out. Yeah, <laughs> um, let them work that out. Right. So there, there are some. Uh, there's one brand called Green Pan, and they say that they use a chemical called Thermalon, which, I mean, to me sounds an awful lot like the other ones that we talked about, right? Uh, there's uh, Farberware, the brand Farberware has their Earth Pan 2 line, which uses a coating called Sand Flow, which I can't even imagine what that, well, I can't imagine, but I don't want to be eating sand, right? <laughs> and then there's a, there's a company called Ecolution, which uses a coating that they say is somehow it's adhered to the pan using water rather than a chemical like um, adhesive, I guess. Okay. So I'm not sure exactly what that does. But I mean, I just, it's like I said, I, I we both tend not to trust things like that that are really that new. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about aluminum. Okay. So aluminum is something else that you really kind of want to avoid in most situations. Yeah. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services says that aluminum is the top 200 health, is in the top 200 health jeopardizing toxins. Especially when you use a hot, when you have a hot pan and you're using, you're cooking acidic foods like tomatoes, it can leak, leach, leach. Leach aluminum salts into your food. Leak? Leak, leach, whatever. <laughs> they get in there, and that's not good for you. No. Uh, so then there's there's something called anodized aluminum, which is thicker. It's a like a thicker grade aluminum, and it's sealed. It has a like a, a coating on it, I guess. And it's that's said to be safer, but, I mean, it's still aluminum, right? Yeah. So if, if there are, are other options, why would you take that risk? All right, so let's talk about copper. So copper can leach into foods from cookware as well, but copper is an essential nutrient for humans, but you don't want to risk ingesting too much. Why is that, Larissa? 
Well, because you can get something that's called copper toxicity. Yes. That's what I read about. And that, you know, just with any nutrient or mineral, if you get too much in your system, it's going to cause problems, right? Yeah. And we already get copper from foods like sesame seeds, cashews, soybeans, shiitake mushrooms, sunflower seeds, tempeh, chickpeas, lentils, walnuts. So vegetarians, at least vegetarians that aren't junk food vegetarians, tend to eat a lot of this stuff already. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to risk getting that copper toxicity. Right, right. And that's what I was reading is that, you know, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing if if some copper leaches into your food. But like you were just mentioning, I mean, if you're already eating a lot of it, then you don't want to overdo it. Right. And so I mean, if it's between the Teflon kind of thing and this, it's obviously this is at least something that is essential for us, but right. <laughs> but you still can get sick from that. Exactly. And the thing about it too, I guess, is that you can't monitor how much copper is put into your food when you cook in copper cookware. Mm-hmm. There's no way to measure that. It's not like there's like a little copper measuring like device that you can stick in your, your finished food and say, okay, well, this has, has, you know, 10 whatever of copper and okay so i'm going to add that to what i'm eating it doesn't work that way (laughs) it's hard enough to do that with just even calories and stuff no kidding so all right well then let's talk about some safer alternatives now that we found when we did our research okay so there's basically two two different types of material that we'll talk about and then each one has a couple of like variations or variation so the first one is stainless steel and of course you can get just basic stainless steel cookware which is it's all stainless steel and it's you know if you've ever felt a stainless steel pot before they're nice and heavy they're not like the thin aluminum they're not they're a good weight they're not non-stick so that's one thing to consider but so you would have to use an oil or or something like that to if you're cooking something that's gonna stick and then there's an option that combines stainless steel and copper yeah, and with this option, the, there's copper on the outside, and that's good because it'll help conduct the heat very well, and it's also very responsive to the temperature changes while keeping that copper, again, on the outside so it's not getting into the food as mm-hmm. much. And then on the inside of the, on that type of cookware is stainless steel. All right, let's talk about cast iron. All right, now cast iron has, of course, you know, a very long history. Um, you, when, when you think of cast iron kettles and cast iron skillets, I mean, I think of like Old West and the, the chuck wagons and, <laughs> you know, the, the cook cooking, making cornbread over a fire. You know, those are the things that you think about, right? <laughs> You've got a good imagination. <laughs> I do. I read a lot. <laughs> but that's what I think about when I think of cast iron. So reasons to use cast iron, uh, there are a couple reasons. I'm, I'm, wait, I was just picturing you, though, in the kitchen, like with some, like, dressed old Westy. And <laughs> with an apron and a thing around my hair. Got some cast iron skillets here. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I digress. No, that's okay. What so were we talking about? We're talking about reasons to use oh, cast iron. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Getting back to the reasons to, <laughs> to use cast iron. Um, so first of all, it uses less oil in cooking. Now, the more seasoned a pan becomes. Now, let's stop there. What does a seasoned pan mean? Seasoning a pan is a cast iron pan is, it's basically helping to make it more nonstick. Um, there's, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but what do you do? Okay, so to season a pan, it's really easy. And there are different ways that people do this. But the easiest way, I think, to season a pan is just to preheat your oven to 325. Rub the inside and the outside of the pan with with vegetable oil or melted shortening. And then place the pan upside down 
Vegan, vegan shortening. Vegan shortening. There you go. <laughs> Place the pan upside down on the oven rack with foil, like maybe on the, um, not dro- not sitting on the rack with the pan, but on the next rack be- below it, just in case any of the, the oil drips so it won't drip on your oven. So put it upside down, leave it for an hour with the oven on at 325, and then turn the oven off, leave it in there until everything's cool, and then take a pan out. And then if there's any like residual oil, you can just kind of wipe that with a towel or a paper towel. See, I don't know how you knew that. I, or I'm sure you looked it up or something, but you've done it with our, with our uh, what do you, Kamal? Kamal. But when you said that the first time to me when we got it, you said, well, we have to season. And I was like, what does that mm-hmm. mean? <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's well, why I said, let's clarify what that means, because maybe a lot of people don't know. Or maybe I'm the only one on the planet who knew what that, didn't know what that meant. No, but. no, you're not. All right. So anyways, using the... Cast iron pans, they use less oil in cooking. The, uh, the more seasoned a pan becomes, the more nonstick it is and the less oil you need to cook it, mm-hmm. cook on it. Yeah. And so it's that's so f- very helpful. Yeah. It's so funny. You wouldn't think of like an iron pan being nonstick, but what the seasoning does is it builds up those coats of, of oil or, or grease or, you know, whatever it is. And it gives, they get really well seasoned, really well used cast iron pans will have like a really shiny kind of sheen to them and you can feel it and you can feel that kind of coating on there yeah and the cool thing is that's chemical free yeah you're just natural you know, you're, <laughs> right exactly and it can also give your food an iron boost so it's great if you're chronically anemic like Gloris is yeah so uh yeah and because it, i mean it is iron and that's something that is okay to leach into your food it's not it's not that you need we need enough iron that you know if you cook in cast iron it's not gonna put you over the top all right let's move on to enameled cast iron all right so enameled cast iron is basically a cast iron pan that has porcelain enamel as like an outer shell so when you think of brands you think of like Le Creuset trying to think of some other brands that have that's the biggest one for me is Le Creuset it's it's a very very old brand Uh, in fact my mom has her Le Creuset pans front back I guess from when they got married Wow. Yeah, and they're they're great pans. Now, these, I understand, are easier to clean off, right? And I guess that's because they're porcelain, and that mm-hmm. doesn't stick as much to the... Yes. ...to the just the cast iron by itself. Right. So if you're... And, and the other good thing about, like, cast iron or, like, the enameled cast iron, or even the stainless steel, as long as they don't have plastic handles, um, is that these can go directly from your stove top into your oven. Oh, cool. Right. So if you're making, like, a... vegetable stew or something that you have to start in like a broth on the stove and then you finish it by baking it then you just use a pan like this and then when you're ready you're ready to put it in the oven to finish baking you just pop the lid on it stick it in the oven and that's it very cool Mm -hmm. all right and then the um last thing we have here is oven proof glass Right. So if you're baking something or even like I, I'll use my glass Pyrex dishes if I'm roasting vegetables or something like that. So you can use it for for desserts, baked goods, things like that or roasting. And it's but just make sure you get not every glass dish is suitable for this. Uh, you need something that's tempered. So that's oven proof. And Pyrex is the brand that we use the most. And we use that for our storage. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what do you call them? Containers, containers, right? Mm -hmm. Because the Pyrex ones come in the set with the lids. Yeah, we've talked about those before because those are great for heating up leftovers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have in in our Amazon 
store on our website we have links to the like the sets that i normally buy when i need to replenish our supply because i tend to break stuff yeah by the way that's a good that's a good point to interject here is that we really appreciate we've seen a a pretty good increase in our amazon store purchases so thank you guys we don't unfortunately we don't see like who Mm -hmm. is buying the stuff but What's great is that we're seeing it. And as you know, it does cost money to put out this podcast and to do the research and all of that stuff for, for us. It takes our time and our money. And while we love it, it does, you know, takes some of our resources. Right. So we really appreciate you guys supporting the show by going out there and purchasing anything. Because as you guys know, it's not just the stuff that, as we've said before, it's not just the stuff that we actually recommend. But whenever you order things through that link that are outside of that, Amazon still kicks us back a couple of bucks. So thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And as I start replacing our cookware uh, that needs to be replaced, I'm going to whatever we end up buying, I will link to it in our Amazon store as well. Uh, whether it's cast iron or uh, stainless steel or a combination of both. Um, and then uh, the other thing is that we really appreciate when we have T-shirt orders. Yeah. Did we get another one? No, we haven't had one in a while. But okay. um, periodically we'll get a T-shirt order. Get and your Veg Zen swag on. Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, the link is on our homepage. You can find yeah, it. Yeah. We, and uh, some folks have sent us pictures with their them wearing the shirt, which is awesome. Which is awesome. Like yeah. Post those. All right. So let's just say I am, I totally get, uh, I'm a listener and I say, okay, I, I believe you. It's better to have certain pants, but I'm not in a place right now where I can afford to replace everything. I'm just... You know, here's my omelet pan. I use this every day. How, what what should I do and not do? Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're stuck with your nonstick pans for now, like I mean, like we are with some of ours, there are some things. So you don't want to preheat them over high heat, and that's as we mentioned earlier. With high heat, uh, come more release of toxins. So keep it at the lowest temperature that you can use that will cook your food because you don't want to eat raw food either. Don't put it in an oven over 500 degrees. Do make sure that you use your exhaust fan, which is something that I don't normally do and I should. I will. You also want to make sure, as we mentioned, keep pet birds away from the kitchen area. Those those fumes overheated on a nonstick pan can kill your bird in seconds. Mm -hmm. Not even just make them sick. I mean... Just like just right, kill them, right. kill them outright. And do not use the self-clean feature on your oven. Some parts of this oven's interior have nonstick coating, and that self-clean uses um, and the self-clean uses high temperatures. So you don't want to use that. That's fun, something I never would have thought. I of. never would have thought about that either. And so I do this is use why that so good for us too. So guess I won't be anymore. Yeah. So if you know of a good green oven cleaner, let me know. <laughs> I'm in the market. All right. So let's move over to the recipe of the week. Now, this is kind of a crowdsourcing recipe this week, right? I'm really enjoying what we've been doing lately with this. And that's kind of crowdsourcing for our recipe ideas. And as we did with the pickling post for the, from our pickling episode. Pickling post. Pickling post. <laughs> the microphone loves that. I uh, know, right? <laughs> You're going to love it when you edit. Um, I got to keep that. There's nothing I can do with that. <laughs> uh, so, Well, sorry for that, guys. Um, just got your eardrums blown out by the peas. The peas. Uh, anyway, so we're wandering a little bit here. But I really enjoyed doing that pickling post where I... She's don't laugh. She's just trying not to laugh. Where I, I asked our listeners in our Facebook group and on our page to submit pickling recipes. 
And that turned out great. And then I just wrote a blog post that kind of aggregated everything. And I put that in the link for the, the, in the, the show notes for the recipe of the week. And I love doing that. So this is what we want to do for this week as well. Do you use cast iron cookware? What are your favorite recipes for cast iron cookware? And then um, I'll take those. And I've already put that out in the Facebook group. I'll take those and I'll put them into a, a blog post. And that'll be our recipes. Cool. All right. So now I will go forward with the quote of the week. The quote this week comes from Mario Batelli. So he is a chef. I think he's on the Food Network. He's a Food Network guy, yeah. Uh, And he said, I like cast iron coated with enamel for longevity and forgiveness if I happen to take my eyes off the prize while pouring Chianti. (laughs) (laughs) Which, if I cook, Larissa does most of the cooking. But when I do, I do have a glass of red wine, got the music going. I like to get the whole experience. So, right. Okay, so now our question of the week. Do you pay attention to the quality of your cookware? As we mentioned, we had not previously, and now we definitely are. But we were curious if we were kind of in our, kind of behind the, what do you say, the... Times. The time, no, not times, behind the, maybe we just weren't as caught up on that kind of stuff as uh, we should have been, and maybe others really were. I mean, I've always heard that good quality cookware, but what does that mean, right? Right. Is important. So I guess I just didn't realize what that meant. Right. Okay. Uh, as always, we really appreciate everyone who has left us a rating in the past. We read all of our five-star ratings on the show. We are almost caught up, as Larissa has said. So if you wouldn't mind heading out to iTunes and leaving us a rating, that would be awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.